This is the 11th episode of the Crew Only Podcast with second assistant accountant, Daniel Berger. Welcome to the Crew Only Podcast. My name is Jasmine Porter, a freelance television and film professional. Each episode, I'll bring you a unique crew member from a different department to discuss their role in making a film. We'll give you exclusive behind-the-scenes stories and advice on how you can get your start, too. Thank you for joining us today, and welcome to The Crew Life. Hello, everybody. Right now, I'm here with Daniel Berger, who is a second assistant accountant on the feature film Bashira. So, Daniel, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today and letting me interview you and just talk to you and learn a little bit more about your story. But I have to ask, how did you get here in Buffalo? Because I know you're from Atlanta, so you got to share with us how you got here. Um, I drove for two days, and then I ended up <laughs> in downtown Buffalo. No, but um, so my the production accountant that I'm working with right now, her I worked with her and the rest of my team on a feature in Atlanta before coming here. She got the offer to come work here in Buffalo Mm -hmm. and you know most production accountants prefer to uh, travel or work with their particular team as opposed to working with uh, different crews for every single show it kind of makes it a little difficult on that person Mm -hmm. which is the production accountant to basically have to deal with a different crew from show to show Um, just because you don't know like how they operate you don't know how they operate I'll say production accountants in general are particular on how they like things done Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's the way they like you know stuff to be entered how they like POs dealt with so you know they're particular about how they like things done a majority of the tasks fall on the first assistant accounting which then that person filters everything down to the seconds and the clerks and Mm -hmm. then payroll and the payroll clerk so it's it's all trickled down from you know the department head down, but you know, accounting is one of those crews that tend to be stick together from show to show. Yeah, because um, I thought that was interesting when we were talking to Dari and she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna bring my team down." So I was like, "Okay, I can tell it's one of those things where you like to have your group of people that you work with." Yeah, I mean, it's particular in accounting. I mean, I assume it's like that for a lot of other departments with you know you know POCs, APOCs, and. ADs, locations, you know, I think a lot of people tend to... They like to have who they... Yeah. To have their crew, it makes it easier on them because you all know how to work together. But, you know, it could be different from show to show. So is this your first time being in Buffalo in general or just working in Buffalo? No, first time to Buffalo, period. What do you think about it? Honest, what do you think about Buffalo? It's a city that I'm enjoying okay. working in, mm-hmm. but it's definitely nowhere that I would ever live. Why? It's just too slow and there's not enough going on. And I say this because, you know, I grew up close to D.C. Um, I lived in D.C. for a number of years. I lived in New York for a number of years. Oh, yeah, those are all like South, super South fast Florida, cities. And, you know, I've been in Atlanta for close to six years now. You know, I'm used to city life. Yeah. Buffalo is a city in its own right. It just doesn't have enough going on for you. Yeah, me. like, we don't have crazy traffic. I mean, there's some traffic, but it's not like you're not going to be waiting forever to get anywhere. No, but that's that's the one thing that I love about the Buffalo area is that everything is, everything is a 15, 20-minute drive. Yeah. No matter where you're going, 
20 minutes. Everything is about 20 minutes, <laughs> um, which is great. Coming out of Atlanta, Atlanta is probably one of the worst regions right now for traffic. Um, Take me an hour to get to work. Especially considering a l- Atlanta is booming right now with with production. So more people Everybody's are, coming in. A, a lot of people are moving to Atlanta. A lot of people are moving from New York, moving from L.A., moving to Atlanta because there's so much happening there, which... And the housing is way more yeah. affordable than being in a New York City yeah. or L.A. So, I mean, Atlanta's great for it. But Buffalo, I mean, it's it's nice. I'm enjoying my time here. It's, uh, it's exposed me to a different region that I probably wouldn't have willingly traveled through. Yeah. You know, and I'm taking advantage of what's to offer here. So, can you tell me a little bit about what your specific responsibilities are for you and for the accounting department? Because I think a lot of people, they don't think about an accounting department on a film job. They just think things magically kind of happen. Well, people don't realize without accounting, nothing happens. Yeah. Because nothing can get paid for. Everything needs to be paid for, and without accounting, it doesn't happen. Yeah, the movie won't be going on. I mean, for myself in particular, I'm not going to say that I do a lot of the legwork, but I do this, you know... So the hierarchy is, you know, there's the production accountant, you know, who's responsible for everything, dealing with the budget and making sure everything is on track. Then there's the first assistant account accountant who is, you know, that person's right hand mm-hmm. to make sure that everything is filtering up to him or her, which is the production accountant, properly. Then there are the second assistant accountants, um, depending on how big the project is, you know, here I'm the only I'm the only one. Um, most, you know, moderately budgeted features or TV shows. There's mm-hmm. at least two, sometimes three, depending on, you know, the scale of the project. Um, and then there are then there's the accounting part. Is that kind of like you can associate with like a the accounting PA? Is that kind of what it would be like for the clerk? Yeah, you can put it that way, but they definitely have it a lot easier than. <laughs> Office PA, set PA, a PA in any other department because, you know, everything that that the accounting clerk doing for the most part is, you know, all predominantly with that particular department. They're not out doing runs and mm-hmm. doing all the grunt work that everybody else does. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's just a little bit nicer. I'll tell anyone, if you're thinking of getting into the production industry, start as an accounting clerk. We had this conversation the other day, and I think... I don't remember if you, I was like, how's your day going? Or you asked me, uh, yeah. and I don't even remember what I said. And you was like, that's why I don't work or sit at the front office anymore. Well, you, you had, you had a look on your face. Um, yeah, look is everything. Like you, 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 you were, you were over it. <laughs> and, uh, so I saw that and I, and I probably made a mention. I was like, that's exactly why I got out of production. I mean, I started my very first. So, okay. We'll, we'll take it back to how I got introduced to the production world. Mm-hmm. My ex, who is a first assistant accountant, he, uh, one of his good friends is a production accountant. Mm-hmm. So we were living down in Fort Lauderdale, and he offered my then boyfriend a job as a clerk with him. Okay. Um, but the job was in Atlanta. So and you were where at the time? We were in South Florida, okay. Fort Lauderdale. So he went off to work in Atlanta, and, uh, then they finished that, and then they got another job right after that. And, you know, he came back to Florida, and we were like, well, you know, this long distance doesn't really work. Um, and if it's looking like you're going to be working in Atlanta for the foreseeable future, we might as well just move to yeah. Atlanta. 
So we did that. We moved to Atlanta. He was working in the production industry. I was still working in the hotel industry. Um, Doing what, if you don't mind? Um, serving, bartending, you know, work, working restaurants yeah. within the hotels. And then we were in Atlanta for maybe about a year and a half, maybe two years. And they got an offer to go work in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So hmm. I was like, you know. Yet again, long distance won't work. <laughs> it's, so, it's not working out. So let's go. So we got rid of our apartment in Atlanta, put everything in storage. How long was that job supposed to be, though? Well, it was just, it was eight months. But, you know, our lease was up. So we are like, we're not going to renew. And why? Let's just go. Let's go. So he went ahead and I stayed behind for maybe about a month until our lease ran out, mm-hmm. you know, dealt with everything there, put everything in storage, and then um, I drove to New Mexico. So they got a job there. So when we went out to New Mexico, he was working, and I kind of just went along for the ride. Yeah. There are a lot of perks about working in accounting on the road. So I necessarily didn't have to work because, you know, the housing was taken care of. Um, yeah. You know, you know, all the perks, so... But I can't sit around the house. So I got a job at some little new burger place that was opening up just to get me out of the house. Yeah, just so you could do something. To to give me something to do. So after that job finished, they got a job to go to, we went to Savannah. Oh, MG. It's great, but it's just like, we're just going everywhere. So crisscross, once again, we packed up the cars and drove to Savannah. Now when we went to Savannah... The production office coordinator was a friend. I mean, we became friends, but at the time, she was someone that he had worked with in Atlanta before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew her. We both knew her. So she was like, you know, come work for me as an office PA. How old were you at the time? This is all within the last three years. Oh, wow. This is, yeah, this is all. This isn't like a long time ago. No, this is like now. Um, so I worked as an office PA in Savannah, which... I'm not going to speak on that. Yes, uh, we are. <laughs> I, I, we don't got to go into no, detail. I'm just saying, no. It's, um, it wasn't a bad show. The schedule was crazy. It was just a fast-paced show. Was it difficult, would you say, like for your first office job? No, it wasn't, it wasn't hard on me or anything. It's just too much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think going back to where this all comes from is like everything falls on production to do. If things go right, production doesn't get acknowledged. But if things go wrong, it's production's fault. Um, I, don't, I don't like that. So a- everything falls on production. So I was like, forget this. So, you know, it was great. Did that. Was that your only production job? Like one no, and done? No. Nope, oh, okay. Nope. So after that show wrapped, my boyfriend and his team, his accounting team, uh, or at least him and his, the accountant, got an offer to go to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So they went to New Orleans to do the second season of the show they did in Albuquerque, New okay. Mexico. They shot that one in New Orleans? The second season okay. in New Orleans. So with that, I was like, you know, I want to try accounting. So I went to work for him as his clerk, and I enjoyed it. It was easy. It was a different experience. How was the experience working with your boyfriend? Um, we worked together, but we worked in different offices. Okay. Like, it was myself and the three clerks in one big office. Uh, I'm sorry, the three seconds. There were three seconds on that show. Um, so we worked in one office. So everything that I dealt with, everything came from the second. 
months. Okay. And then, you know, we would see each other all day, but we were in different offices. So mm-hmm. it's not like we, were, we weren't under each other. each other. We weren't dealing with each other all mm-hmm. day. So that was fine. So, um, and, I, and I liked that. I was like, okay, so this could be the path that I want to take. So when that show was over, the accountant wanted to take time off. So we, the whole team collectively was like, okay, well, because they knew that they were coming back to do the third season mm-hmm. of the same show. So like, okay, you know, take August off. And um, me and my boyfriend, we took August off, went back to South Florida for the month. And then towards mid-August, the POC from Savannah called me and wanted me to come work for her again on... Back in Savannah? uh, No, uh, in Atlanta. So she wanted me to come work for her for a small little pilot. Uh, it wasn't a pilot, it was the first season of a, of a show in Atlanta. I went back to do it because I was, you know, I needed to work. I don't like sitting around for mm-hmm. so long, so I just wanted something to, to do. do. Um, so I was like, you know, I'll go back to Atlanta. and You are on the go, man. So I did that, which was good. How, how long was that job? That was August until December, week before Christmas, or two weeks before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I worked as an office PA there on that show but then the second assistant accountant was a friend of mine because we worked together in savannah so you always run into people yeah you always run into people well i mean i actually got her hooked up with the job because Mm. the accountant was like okay i need a second you're like i I know somebody i was like i know somebody she she had just came back from la um so i was like hey reach out to this person so she was working in accounting i was working as an office pa um, when the production office was wrapping up, um, she needed help um, to help wrap out the show. So I went over to accounting, same show. <laughs> so I went from office PA to accounting department, I guess, accounting clerk to wrap out, um, wow. which was fun. So you know, I went in and just basically um, dealt with invoices and POs to get that whole process um, closed out. You know, help her wrap out the show. And so when that was over, the next show was coming into the office so the show that was going to be taking over Mm -hmm. the space after we left out was coming in so you know that production office was there for a week and we were still i was gonna say you guys were still there so yeah so it was like you know two two and one for about a week yet again the now at this point she wasn't the poc she was the production supervisor okay so she she had moved up from poc to production supervisor she was gonna work the next show that was coming in. Oh wow! So she's always working. So yeah. I always reach out to her when I'm not when I'm You're almost like, not working. Like, hey, yeah. what do you have going on? <laughs> um, she's great. So I told her I was like, you know, I don't know which way I want to go yet with the industry, mm-hmm. whether it's production or this and that. So the next step up from an office PA for some people is uh, production secretary. Yeah. So I told her, I was like, you know, I can do the job easily. You know, if you know anyone that's, you know, looking for a secretary, let me know. You know, I was off for a week, and then I got a call from the new POC for the next show. And she's like, you know, hey, Carmen gave me your information. You know, do you want to come in as secretary? I'm like, yeah, great. I'll do it. So um, it was the series finale for a show on BET. And, um, what show? It was Being Mary Jane. Oh, so I love that show. They uh they were doing a movie of the week to close out the series. It still hasn't aired yet. 
yeah. I'm like, when is I, it gonna I, come I, out? I did, I did the show, and that's it. I, I mean, I love the show. Yeah. It's a show that I that I watched, but you know, I'm not working gonna, on it is a whole nother. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's like working on it. It's a job. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I'm a fan. It was great to see all these people that I see on TV. Yeah. You know, working with people like Margaret Avery, who I've loved since I was a child, you know, seeing her Sugar Avery in The Color Purple. Yeah. Richard Roundtree, who was Shaft, like I've always loved him. He was on Star. Yeah. So, you know, I've always loved those two. So, you know, seeing them every day and uh, Michael Ely, Gabrielle Union, I mean, a lot of great people. But it still was work. It was just work. You know, I'm a fan of the show that I'm working on. It was just work. I think Being Mary Jane is right, like, it's kind of, like, right around the corner from where Star is filmed. Because I remember Being Mary Jane, they were having, like, a sale of all their stuff. And yep. it literally was right, because we were on Fulton Industrial. Fulton Industrial. Yeah. Yep. Right out there. That's crazy. Out in the hood. <laughs> um, the all those trucks. Hood. Yes. yes. So, let's see, what happened next? So, I left. So, when Being Mary Jane, as soon as we wrapped, well, in that last week of production, a good friend of mine who was a second for my bur- for my boyfriend, she had moved up to a, be a first. In so, the accounting department. In the accounting, being a first assistant accountant. She called me and was like, hey, you know, I have this feature that's starting next week. Um, I know that you were wanting to, you know, work as a second. So, you know, come work for me. Is that the next step up after the accounting At, of the clerk? Yes. Yeah, so okay. from accounting clerk, the next step is, step up is to be a second. Um, I was like, yeah let's let's go i mean she she's been around she's been in the industry for about five six years maybe a little longer you moved up um, quick daniel i did i, I did so I'm, I'm grateful it's all about who you know in this yeah. industry it's about who you know and your your work is your reputation mm-hmm. so you know you, you got to do your job right so that others will acknowledge you um so i went to work for her on a feature in atlanta which was great i mean it was a short shoot it was uh February until April, so pretty pretty quick. Oh wow, yeah, that's yeah. so short. It was it was short. Maybe it was. May, I don't even know where I'm at now. I, I don't. But know. it was like two and a half, yeah, three it was, months. Yeah, it was it was it was very short. So when that was over, my friend Leah, who's she was a first that I had worked with before on the other show. So when I was finishing up being Mary Jane, my friend Leah, who's the first that I'm working with now, she wanted me to come work as a, as a clerk for her on the mm-hmm. next show that she was getting. But then my other friend... You got to offer to be a second. You, you got to love your friends. My other friend offered me <laughs> a position as a second, which I couldn't say no to because it's more money. Yeah. And um, that's a higher when... Position. It's a higher position. And that's when you're, it's, you're a union. You get yeah. union benefits then. And, you know... At that time, I was paying health care out of my pocket. Which and is not cheap. We all know that. No. So I was like, eh, sorry, sorry, I love you, but... And this she, is better. She, and she understood. She understood. So she was like, you know, do you... Do what you got to do. And um, so when that show was done, her show wasn't the easiest. So she needed help. That show was kind of off the rails. Um, I'm not going to mention the name okay. of it at all. Um, but that show was off the rails. So I went in to work with her, kind of untitled. Because, you just went in to help? Because I, I went in to help. Now, originally she was like, okay, you know, come in and clerk for me for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, you know, a little bit of time, come in for like two weeks and, and help out and, you know, you'll be good to go as a clerk. So I'm like, you know, do the basics, you know, matching POs, you know, do all the basics to 
to help. But did you end up doing more than the basics? Yeah, so <laughs> basically I was working as a third second. Mm. Um, but unfortunately I wasn't getting paid. paid as that. But the only reason why I stuck with it was for her. For your friend, yeah. It's like sometimes you have, to, you, have to, you have to pay your dues. You, you help friends out when they need it. So the whole time I'm, you know, the whole time I'm still, you know, hey. What's going how, on? How about, Because you know, the little bit pay, I know about you, you're like, Like, mm. pay me a little bit here, do this, do that. And she was like, listen, I, th- there's only so much I can do. There's only so much in the budget, you know. Yeah. It, it is what it is. And I understood, and she, she knew that I was unhappy with the pay because of the work that I was doing. But sometimes you just got to pay your dues. Yeah. You, you help out friends when they need it. So when that was finishing up, um, the accountant was like, oh, so my next show is in Buffalo. So mm, so she was the accountant on that job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the accountant was coming, the first was coming, and the payroll accountant was coming. And Leah wanted me to come with her as her second. So at that time, we were kind of unsure because... They a lot of people don't necessarily like traveling seconds unless mm-hmm. they absolutely have to. Um, Buffalo is not set up for the production industry yet. Yeah. There's no locals here really, especially for a county. Mm, so you gotta you gotta travel travel everybody in. So uh, two days before our final wrap day, or three days before our final wrap day, she was like, "You're going." Like, all right, it's official. You're coming. It's official. You're coming. So I'm like. Oh crap! So I had to basically get my life together. In <laughs> how much time did you days. have? Literally, I had. Um, she told me on Wednesday. Excuse me. She told me on Wednesday that I was coming, and I had to be here Monday. Hmm. So, in basically <laughs> uh, two and a half days, I needed to get my life together, pack, pack everything get my, up, get my, you know. I still have my apartment in Atlanta, but I needed to get that ready for me to not be there. Yeah. And then, you know, I have a dog, so I had to, you know, think about getting, you know, make sure all of her vaccinations and everything's up to date. Mm-hmm. And, in two and, days. Uh, in two days. So Saturday morning, I packed up the car, put the dog in the back seat, and we hit the road. Why didn't you fly down? Because I have the dog. Ah, okay. So, and literally, so she's traveled. We got her as a rescue in South Florida. Yeah. So we, she's traveled from Florida everywhere. Like, she gets in the car and she, she goes. Yeah. So. so going back a little bit, you don't have to go into detail, but I know people listening, because that is a popular show, they're going to be curious to hear about your experience on being Mary Jane. Can you share anything with us about what that experience was like for you and maybe what made it kind of challenging? Um, being Mary Jane wasn't very challenging mm-hmm. for me. Um, as a production secretary, on most shows, um, you are the heartbeat of communication to everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, you're responsible for, you know, getting the call sheets out and any, communi- you know, everything. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for communication through the office out to, you know, the set world. It was, it was fun for me because, you know, it always kept me busy. Um, you kind of always have something to do, whether it's, you know, keeping the crew list and the vendor list and all that stuff up to date and dealing with, you know, um, shipments and, yeah. and, you know, on that particular show, sometimes secretaries will help with travel, will help the APLC mm. with travel or the production sec- or the. Did you guys secretary. not have a travel coordinator? We didn't have a travel coordinator. Okay. So it was the, the, um, the POC and the APLC dealt with travel. 
Um, and you would assist. Yeah, so I mean, and just a matter of, you know, getting travel memos out and also, I mean, you're, you're the heartbeat of it. And I mean, honestly, it was, I had a lot of fun doing it mm-hmm. um, because I was working on a show that I loved. Yeah. So that kind of made it different. You're like, I like this show. So, you know, I want to put in the effort. I yeah. enjoy it. So, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, you saw a lot of appreciation from the network, the network executives. Um, you saw a lot of appreciation from the cast. You know, they brought food trucks out for us several times. and you know The, the food cat- trucks are the best. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the cast would walk through every day and, you know, stop and speak with you. Yeah. Like, you know, one of the actors, very cool and down to earth. I mean, he would, of course, he's in a hotel, so he would bring his laundry into the office every couple of days <laughs> and, you know, go to the costumes, wash and dry, do his own laundry. You're kidding. Hilarious. Do his, do his own laundry wow. every couple of days and just, you know, very, very cool. I mean... That's probably the, one of the coolest casts that I've worked with so far. Yeah. Um, wow. So, yeah, but it was, you know, I enjoyed that. But at the same time, it made me realize that production is not for me. Why? Because it was just like everything kind of came Every, back on Everything too. falls on production. Um, I think we had this conversation that day. Yeah. The look on your face, how I'm saying everything falls on production. You know, at the beginning when the hair department head was traveling in, I uh, set up you know, her FedEx to have her stuff shipped here. Mm-hmm. You know, long story short, she wasn't home when she was supposed to be home to get her stuff picked up. She missed that, but then it was production's fault that she missed. Yeah, it her comes pickup. back on you. Then we set up another pickup. She gave her kit to the wrong driver, but that was my fault. Yeah, because there's a FedEx ground and a FedEx Express. Yeah. Her stuff was coming FedEx Express. Um, she gave it to a ground driver, and knowing set, the difference, it's I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it sat in a warehouse for about two days, and it was so it was about two three days delayed getting into Atlanta. But it was all. But our it was fault. your fault. Yeah, it was all my fault. So she's screaming at me, "Where's my stuff? What happened?" Listen, Miss. I I did my job. Yeah, we did our job. Can so, you just acknowledge? I think you said to me like you guys did your part, but I didn't do my part. But there's none of that. And she, she, she didn't do it. Like, it was all our fault. And it was all our fault to figure out where her stuff was. Because yeah. we set it up, yes, but you were responsible for making sure that it got out properly. Yeah. You know, the production coordinator that brought me to Atlanta, she always would say this to us. She said, it's not production's fault, but it's our responsibility. That, yes. So, like, you know, whatever happens, it yeah. doesn't mean it's our fault, but we have to figure it out. Yeah. It's true. We might not have messed up on this, but we got to figure it out now and for you, them. You got to figure it out. Like, it's so funny. I, I look at the production office as adult daycare providers. <laughs> that's, my, that's, that's my nickname for, for the production Somebody office. called it, like, the garbage adult. can or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, people every, call it everything. Everything dumped on you. You're responsible for making sure the kitties, you know, stay on track and make sure, you know, someone doesn't stab themselves in the eyeballs yeah. and, you know, stick something in an electric outlet. You know, you have your eyes have to be open at all times. You have to be constantly on your guard and... You know, everything gets dumped on you to make stuff happen. Mm-hmm. You got to figure so it out. You have to figure it out. That's why I'm in accounting. <laughs> <laughs> so what in, What are your responsibilities in the accounting department as the second? So, I mean, as a second on this show, generally, like, if there's two seconds, you know, stuff will be, you know, broken up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I'm doing everything. I'm entering POs. I'm, uh... Which are purchase you know, orders. Purchase orders. You know, I'm, when the invoices come in... You know, I have to pay them. Um, generally, sometimes there's a difference between, like, one second we'll deal with, like, 
travel and like check requests and all and then mm-hmm. another person just deals with maybe um the credit card whether it's american express cachet um we use pex on this show and then uh like rentals so okay. equipment rentals so it's generally broken up mm-hmm. into two different people so um because one or the other can get very overwhelming um thankfully yeah, this lot. is a pretty easy show um you know so you know i enter purchase orders you know pay invoices once they come in against the purchase orders um you know cutting so when someone needs something that's not on a purchase order mm-hmm. you know they'll submit a check request uh i'm doing who do all you that. have to get disapproved by like before say you pay so, something or is it already well before before any when anything comes in whether it's a check request whether it's a purchase order um an invoice um petty cash envelopes like your receipts that you've paid you've purchased stuff with whether it's petty cash or on the credit card all of that needs to be approved by generally first year department head and then it gets approved by the production accountant and the line producer or uh, upm um so without those two signatures are the the accountant and the upm or line producer it goes nowhere okay so um you know signatures are key always look out for signatures because that means it wasn't approved (laughs) that means it wasn't approved so we're not paying this we're not paying it so you know so i'm dealing with po's and invoices check requests that come in um i audit like when i say you audit something basically you're, you're looking at what you wrote down as you know the date what you purchased the amount so i'm auditing uh petty cash to make sure you know the totals are correct okay but then i send that around for signatures but then the first actually deals with reimbursing petty cash mm, okay. um but then i'm responsible for the p card or the purchase card pex american express cache whatever that is so that's the same thing with uh petty cash you put all of your charges on a sheet i audit it to make sure the totals match up and then um you know we reload your card for mm-hmm. the dollar amount that you spent but then at the same time i have to enter that into the um into the accounting software so it can be accounted for reconciled you guys use like a specific software yeah so there's there's a lot of different softwares out there um a lot of the big budgets will use um global vista okay. which is it's a software from entertainment partners um, Entertainment Partners is like the big payroll side. Yeah, of, I was gonna say that's everything. where most of my checks used to yeah, come from. Yeah, so like the the big payroll company, Entertainment Partners, they have the accounting software, but then they have several different for the budget size. Mm-hmm. You know, Global Vista is for like big budgets for the most part. Um, they have, I don't, I think it's called Smart Accounting now, which is for you know medium size, low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, we're using Green Slate on this one which is a uh a fairly new startup they've been around for two three years i believe um oh yeah that is new yeah i'm, I'm not saying that we're low budget but i mean for our needs um green slate works yeah. great um and i'll say i really like green slate over global vista um it's a lot more user friendly really it's it's easy to pin in po's it's easy to pin in invoices um the biggest thing I love about it, it's easy to, if you need to go back and look up an invoice, see when something was it's paid. It's easy to find. 
it's so user friendly too. You can just type in, you know, a couple of words, and anything with those that we'll phrase with those words will come up. So it's it's wow. a lot it's a lot more user friendly. Uh, so what do you think? Because I'm curious to hear your answer. Some of the misconceptions are that people have about the county department, or if any. Um, I don't want to say there's any misconceptions because I've never really heard anyone say, well, accounting does this or they think they do that. Um, a lot of times people don't realize how hard we actually work mm -hmm. in the background to, to make sure you have your equipment, to make sure you have your cash in your pocket, mm -hmm. to purchase stuff, to make sure your credit card has enough money on it to go shopping. Because um, it's not like you guys can make the checks, you know. Yeah. Like, we, it, it takes time. And I'll, I'll, anyone that's listening out there, rush checks are the devil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need this rush. Yeah. yeah the, and that's the, like when they need it, like, really quickly. Yeah, or... like a rush is like, literally, you get it, you get something this morning, you, you, you realize something this morning you need for this afternoon, and they need a check in hand. You know, rush checks suck because you kind of have to stop what you're doing and, like, run to the accountant to get signatures. God forbid the UPM or the line producer is not in the office. Because they might be on set. Whether it's a late call, whether they're on set, that that makes things a lot more difficult. Um, I'll say this. The worst thing that you can do is know you need something, hmm. and you wait till the last minute to submit to a check it. request. Or you're sitting on an invoice, and then the last minute, I get some stuff pop up, but for the most part, like, why didn't you order this in time? Why didn't you Ugh. do this in time? The worst thing you can do is wait to the last minute for something that could have been done yesterday. Yeah, like, why did you wait? And even with that, when they need equipment or we got to find yeah. it, like, the next day, like, you didn't know that you've been needed that? Yeah, exa and now you exactly. want to hear tomorrow? Like, same day check request sucks. If you bring me a check request at 2 p.m. and it's like, hey, I need this by the end of the day, I want to, like, stab you in your eyeball. <laughs> Um, Jeez, so violent, Daniel. If you give me a check request at 2 p.m. as like, hey, I need this tomorrow afternoon, that's a little better. That's better. There's time. At least it's a day. Yeah, there's, you know, I would say allow 24 to 36, I would say 36 hours, you know, a mm -hmm. day and a half for a check request. That's like the um, amount of time you guys yeah, need? If, I mean, it's, it's ideal because you don't know what we have going on. Um, God forbid it's a late call and the UPM is on set. Mm -hmm. And then depending on who the check signers are, um, you know, for some stuff, certain people can sign. So, yeah. like, on, on ours here, the, um, one of, uh, one of our particular producers signs all the checks that goes out for all the equipment for mm -hmm. anything. So, he's always on set. So, you know, the days that he's not in office or if they're not filming here or filming close, it takes time for us to you gotta go out there because we, we need to get approvals for you know the production accountant and the upm line producer here and then we need time to put it in get the check cut and then we have to go get his signature that's a lot so it can be a lot especially when they have a two o'clock call and, and you, you guys are here at like him. nine yeah. yeah um so it can it can be a little a little rough um going back to the misconceptions i don't think there are any misconceptions to anything but um you know a lot of people you know, Lude, oh, you guys work banker's hours. Yeah, that's a big reason why I'm in accounting. Yeah, I know. I'm like, man, I love accounting hours. Like, they come in at, like, 9. They get out by, like, around 6. I'm like, every, everybody else is, like, there for, like, 13, 14 hours. Yeah, I'm like, you know, accounting, generally, <sighs> it's, like, 9 to 7, 9 to 8. Yeah. Is, I mean, you're still putting in 
a full day. Yeah, I mean, that's but, a full work day. Yeah, but it's, you know, you're not on set for, you're not sitting in the office for 12, 13, 14 hours. Yeah, I'm like, man, that's one thing where I'm like, huh, accounting department gets you know, to leave and you guys get to have the rest of your night. You, you get your Friday night off to, to do what you need to do by like 8 o'clock and, you know, there's there's perks to being an accountant. I know you said you weren't going to mention it um a show that Leah had you come on you said it was a mess what are some of the things that makes a show I guess a mess or makes the accounting department very difficult I mean one the accounting department itself everyone needs to be you know pulling their pulling their weight Mm -hmm. if someone is not you know if the clerk isn't logging POs properly or if they're not filing properly if they're not if they're not moving stuff that comes in properly it can slow things down if the second is not inputting POs right, or if they're not, you know, if they're not putting stuff in right, mm-hmm. then that slows everything down because then the first has to audit or, you know, look at everything you've entered. And if they had to constantly be giving you stuff, you know, change this, change that, it just slows everything down. But um, things that we can't handle that makes it difficult is when people don't turn in. POs in a timely manner, mm-hmm. um, when you don't get invoices to us, when, you know, you wait until the last minute, you're, you know, you have a thousand dollar float for petty cash, you wait till you get down to your last a hundred dollars, and then it's like, hey, I need money tomorrow, so I, I can need do all nine hundred dollars back. Like, no, that's your fault, I'm sorry. Um, yet again, approvals, it needs, to, it takes time. Um, same thing with the P cards. You have, you know, five thousand dollars in your card, you wait till you get down to five hundred dollars and you haven't turned in any receipts for imagine two how weeks. many receipts that is. You haven't turned in stuff for two weeks. You know, it That's it, a lot for you it, guys to have to go through and it, that's gonna it, take it time. Is. It it takes time because you know, even like once we get approvals for everything, you know, it takes time for us to look at every single receipt and then we have to... Like you said, audit it. We have to audit it. We have to enter it into our payrolls, into our accounting system. I mean, it, it takes time. So if people aren't getting stuff to us in a timely manner, then we can't we can't pay stuff in a timely manner. Or we can't give you money back in a timely manner. Yeah. So. I know you were saying this for you, it all happened in like three years. And for you, it was just kind of like people you met. And when I thought about the accounting department, like on my first job, I felt like an accountant, you had to go to school for it. Do you think there needs to be any prior background, like go to school for accounting, there has have to a degree? Be absolutely no background for, because I think accounting is one of those departments. And I, th- I think the same can be said for production and probably other departments where you kind of learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for accounting, the software does a lot of the heavy lifting for you, but you still need to, you know, be very detail-oriented. You need to be looking at dates and rates and stuff like that. Like Those little things you got to pay attention to. Yeah, like if you, for equipment, so let's say it's a rental car, you know, we have the car from, you know, for three months and they're charging us Two twenty-five a week or eight hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. If you get your first invoice and they charge you, you know, nine hundred and twenty-five dollars a month, and if you don't pay attention to that, then you be like, you need to go back to to the company. It was like, hey, listen, the PO that we got or the quote that we got says, you know, we're paying eight hundred dollars a month for yeah. this car, and then you got to wait for them to fix it and then get the invoices back. You know, you got to look at the tax rate, um, especially like if you travel 
like we are right now, I mean, every jurisdiction has a different tax rate. So you mm -hmm. need to get a company to whatever that tax rate is so that you can make sure that the proper tax is being charged. So it's, it's a lot of the smaller things that you need to take a look at that you don't need to go to, you don't School need an accounting degree for it. It's just, you know, it's one of those on-the-job on training things. And then you, you listen to your first, you listen to your second, you listen to your production accountant because that's the only way for you to get better mm -hmm. and for you to be able to move up. So I know a lot of people that have not, never gone to school for anything yeah. dealing with numbers. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. You work your time and move up. So. Who are you guys mostly, like, do you guys ever talk to the crew or any of the cast? Like, who do you guys interact with mostly? Like, what departments are you guys interacting with? I mean, your closest ally or enemy is production. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, they're your ally mm -hmm. um, because you, you guys, hope. because the two of you, your your two departments run everything yeah. for the most part. Um, so you guys are you know because the production coordinator, whoever is making those POs and those check requests, and then they're coming to you. Yeah, every every everything. If you, if production and accounting are not in sync, that's what makes life difficult. Mm -hmm. um, but then other departments that you're in constant contact with is uh, locations, because of course. You know, you have your locations uh, manager scouts, and they're out there looking for locations. And then there's always checks that need to be cut for, you know, yeah, so we can to use pay for these those sites. places. Um, so you know, you need to you deal with them closely. Uh, wardrobe, because they're constantly shopping. Mm -hmm. So you deal with them all the time. Um, craft service or catering, because of course you know you have to pay for food and transpo to a degree. I mean, because you're, you know, always make sure they have their equipment, make yeah. sure, you know, they have money for fuel and, and all that. But departments like, you know, you're really not dealing with camera a lot because production is setting up all the, that equipment. Mm -hmm. um, grip and electric, you may be dealing with the best boy to give them petty cash so they can, you know, buy the yeah. stuff that they need. But for the most part, you're dealing with departments within the office, production, costumes, locations, those people that are in the office mm -hmm. you've done both production and accounting department do you want to continue to go up the ladder in the accounting department um i think now i'll stick with accounting uh yeah. you know there was you know a short period of time i didn't know which way i wanted to go but when you realize how much falls on accounting uh, or production i'm not for that yeah no. because for you it's like why deal with that extra stress when i don't have to exactly yeah it's like, well, I can go home with a peace of mind instead of... I can like, go home at a normal hour. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing, like, the, the schedule for production, I mean, is rough. You can go in at 10 a.m. one day, and then the next day you go in at 2 p.m., and yeah. I know. <laughs> you guys are... It doesn't matter what the schedule of call time is. You guys are still around that 8 or 9 you come in. Yep. Like, we, it doesn't matter I mean, if they're that, shooting that's, that's why everyone says we have banker's hours, because... Yeah. You know, we're in, our hours are kind of set. I mean, our hours aren't reflective of set hours. Do you ever think it's boring at all? No. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you know, it can suck sometimes being, you know, surrounded by four walls all day. Yeah. God forbid you're sitting in an office with no windows. That at least sucks. here we have, you know, a lot of windows. Yeah, there's a lot of windows. I've, I've worked in offices where there were no windows mm -hmm. or... Um, you know, you're in a you're in the middle of the building, so there's still no windows. Like it, it can suck being confined to four walls. That's not like myself. I find myself if I need to talk to somebody within the office, I'll get up and walk mm -hmm. so that I'm not sitting at my desk all day. 
every day I try to get out of the office and go walking outside for about 10, 15 minutes. Okay. You know, a lot of people is like, well, you know, that's, you know, taking time away from your day. Like, but I think that helps to get you, away. You, to ha- you, you have to, like, you need to take that kind of mental break, like step away from everything mm-hmm. because, you know, it's, it gets it's, a, it's a little refresher. And like for me, I just do it to get out of the office. I get fresh air. I mean, mm-hmm. you're sitting in an office for 10, 12 hours a day. That can be a little much, especially like when yeah. you don't have to go out to get your own lunch. And, you know, yeah. if you're sitting in an office all day long, it gets to be a little much. So, You came from an industry working in hotels and restaurants. You had no prior background in television or film. Now that you've seen it and you've been in it, do you want to do anything creative? Like, do you have any interest of maybe, like, directing? Or do you have any interest nope. in that kind of side of things? Absolutely not. at all? I want nothing to do with set. <laughs> So you don't ever want to go to set at all? Well, I mean, I'll go to set, mm-hmm. but I don't want to work on set because it's that, that crazy hours yeah, that is, and yeah. I don't need that hectic, no, mm-hmm. I don't need that. I think before we had this conversation, I was like, so what do you want to do? Is it accounting? Is that for sure thing? Or do you have other ideas that you might want to do aside from like film and TV? No, I mean, I think as far as career right now, I'm going to stick with, you know, accounting and stick with the production industry, mm-hmm. but... I'm, I mean, there aren't, I hate to say it, I mean, I don't have very many other aspirations as, yeah. like, things I want to do. You know, I always want to, you know, save and travel. Mm-hmm. Um, Which you've done a lot so far, it seems like, you know, you were going back and forth well, everywhere. I mean, I've, I've traveled a lot around the U.S., and that's why I, one thing I love about being on the road, um, I enjoy being on the road, is that you get to see different parts of the country. So no matter where I'm at, I try to take advantage of that region. Yeah. So, like, being here in Buffalo... I mean, trying to do everything that Buffalo has to offer. Have you gone to Niagara Falls yet? I went to Niagara Falls last weekend, okay. which was awesome. I did the Made in the Mist, went out into the mist. Um, I drove to Toronto, which you was You should have awesome. went this week. It's Caravana. I know, but too much going on. That's true. Um, it's a mess. Yeah. A fun mess, it's, though. It's a lot going on. Um, <laughs> but then, I mean, even the region, I mean, the Buffalo is like, it's very nature driven. Yeah, a lot of trails um, and stuff. A lot of trails, a lot of like nature preserves and all. And then before we leave, I want to um, do like a wine tour in Canada. Because mm. like driving between here and Toronto in Ontario, there's a, there's a bunch of them of wineries. Like I couldn't believe how many wineries. It's like they're Napa of Canada. Yeah, there's so many um, of them. So I would love to do that before, before I go. Um, so I want to do the Canadian side of Niagara Falls mm-hmm. also. So, I mean, you know, I just I try to take advantage of the region that I'm in and, you know, yeah. travel to states and cities that's close by. Would you want to ever work internationally? I would love to take an international show. Yeah. Oh, I would love it. Yeah, that's kind of like... like and, and just, I mean, I would love to work in Toronto for a short period of time because Toronto reminds me so much of New York City. Um, it's you know big city big vibrant city but it's so diverse culturally yeah. um Man. food wise oh my god great I, food i would come out so heavy but i would love it <laughs> you um, would enjoy it in the meantime yeah but i i definitely would love to to work uh International. Same here. That's kind of like one of my goals is in the next couple of years. Like I just want to find a way to be able to work on a film yeah. or a TV show internationally. I love it because same here. I love the fact with freelance, you get to just travel. I remember I had a conversation with my grandma 
because she was like well what are you going to do after this like what are you doing I'm like I don't know like after this you you got to figure out the next job and she's like are you going to keep doing this for the rest of your life as if she's worried right because it to a lot of people who aren't in it, they don't think it's like stable or they don't know if it's like a real thing. You know, they don't understand it. I'm like, it can, it this can is be how it is. Stressful. Um, to me, I get anxiety towards the end of a show. Because you're like, all right, what's um, next? Because you, you, you always have to be hustling to figure out what's next. That's why I, I go back and say your, your work ethic, the work you do is your reputation. Mm-hmm. And your reputation is what gets you jobs. Um, because it's it's kind of that, especially in the accounting world, when someone needs, you know, a second, you know, it's like, hey, like I did with Leah, you know, hey, reach out to this person, mm-hmm. reach out to that person. It's all it's all about word of mouth for the most part. You know, I, I think in the production industry, when people ask for your resume, they want to see what projects you worked on, the scale of projects that yeah, you Yeah, and like on. with who, like any like, names because, they recognize. You know, as a accountant, as a gaffer as a secretary people know the work that you they know the job they know what that you, you have, have to, do. to do but they just want to see the different projects that you've worked on mm-hmm. the scale of the project that you worked on um and that's to say like your work ethic is your reputation yeah. so you know always you know do the best you can on every single project so that when it's time for your next gig um you know hopefully someone will recommend you and that's i mean i always get anxiety you know the last couple of weeks weeks. of a project if you don't have something automatically lined up you're like okay what's next Mm -hmm. um and that's why i say like with accounting generally that's why you know accountants like to travel with their crew or you know work with their crew so you're always as long as your accountant is working you're usually working working. so um no that's why you always you know and yet again her reputation her work yeah. is her reputation. So, I think it's like a, a good and bad thing, though, because it's like you can decide sometimes. Like, it's not a job, right, where you have to go in every day for a couple of years. It's like you might be on a show for just three months. And you could be like, all right, I want to take a month off. Exactly. I'm done with this show. Maybe I want to break. Maybe I want to travel. I feel like you kind of have that op- opportunity to do you, that. You do. You can, you can work for six months, take a month off, come back and work for another year on a project take two weeks off that's yeah. that's the joy of you know your your life is in your hands pretty much you can so. have you decide how much you want to work in a sense like if you just want to be back to back non-stop working on projects or if you just want to do a couple here and there i think it just kind of depends on what you want to do yeah that's 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 the joy of it and i mean that's what i'm enjoying right now i mean i would you know i'm i like buffalo but i'm ready to go back home to atlanta mm-hmm. but who's to say that when this project is over that you know, if I, I don't know where my next job's gonna be. Yeah. It could be back in Atlanta because, you know, I wanna go home. But if, you know, my it accountant got else. a job in Miami or wherever, if she can't take me, I'm going. You would go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. My my the apartment is gonna be there. It's gonna I, still be there. And you could bring the, your dog with you. And the things that I need. I have my dog with me, I have clothes with me, I can always buy more clothes wherever I go. Yeah. Or just go home, you know, go to Atlanta for a weekend, get what I need, and come back. I think so. you were kind of talking a little bit about advice, um, which you already touched on. But before we finish up, like, do you have any advice for people who maybe want to get into the accounting department or just in general of how they can kind of get into the industry? Like, what should they do? Um, I'll, it's hard to say because I had it too easy. It, yeah, I, your, I your it, sounds really I, nice. I, thing, I had yo. it very easy. Um, you got lucky. Sometimes I, it's about luck. It's, Let's be honest. It's, it's, it's all in who you know. 
I got very lucky to, to be where I'm at now. And that's why, you know, I worked for my first as I just worked for her yeah. on that show, you know, because, yeah, I wanted to work. I needed to work. But it also, you know, showed her that, you know, I'm willing to do what needs to be done mm-hmm. for and the And now job. you're here. And now I'm here. And hopefully we go on to something great after this. Um, but it's hard. I'm not... It's hard to kind of break into it accounting is. because, like, people... I'll say this. People are always looking for payroll and accounting clerks. Mm-hmm. Always. But it's all in who you know. That's that's the bad thing. You can't people, just go online and be like, all right, I can work as a payroll or yeah, accounting pe- clerk. people, and especially, like, clerks are very important. I mean, people think, oh, they're the lowest on the totem pole, but they're kind of the most important because they're responsible for getting taking get everything in, distributing everything to where it needs to go, but then also when it comes to the filing and all that, if I have questions about something, I need to be able to easily find mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. And if they aren't doing that right, then we're in a world of trouble. Yeah. Um, but it's it's hard for someone to just to to just um, work as a like get their first job as a clerk. And mm-hmm. that's why I take would you ever be willing to maybe help somebody? I'm, as a yeah, clerk? I'm. I'm willing to, considering how easy I had it, mm-hmm. um, I'm always willing to help somebody out for their first time. Yeah. Because I know it can be hard to get into the industry, and I'll take, you know, my experiences as working as an accounting clerk and even working as a PA. But also, I'm. I'm I find it prudent to always teach someone to be able to move on. Yeah. Not necessarily take my job. But I want someone to be able to succeed mm-hmm. and always be able to do their job to the fullest degree, but also make it easier for those around them. So, um, I mean, like my clerk now, we have one clerk that's doing both accounting and payroll, which generally is not always that way. Mm-hmm. It's generally accounting clerk and a payroll clerk. But the clerk that we have, he lives in Atlanta. Um, he's from this region, but he's done day playing he's coming like for a day to mm-hmm. to do payroll stuff here and there but yet again he does visual effects as yeah. his career as his job um but he knew a payroll clerk that we had on the last show in atlanta and then when he knew that we were coming here he was like you know i'll go back I'll home and, I, and i'll work but yet again, he's never. This is his first full time accounting a, accounting gig. So, I I find myself showing him how to do small things, mm-hmm. so that if he plans on you know doing more with accounting, he'll kind of have an he'll understanding know. of what to do. Um, and then also, if he sticks with accounting, and he you know in a year's time, if he's a second, he'll kind of have this understanding of things to do. So I always want to show people things to make their job easier but to also benefit them to allow them to move up yeah because that's that's what's been done to me so you know they always say pay it forward you can pay it forward in the smallest ways yeah a couple of the last things i'm curious before we go is do you prefer doing like network shows or tier um i say oh hmm i kind of like doing independent mm-hmm. because it's not as strict when it you comes to... You have more to, flexibility. You have more flexibility because you don't have, you know, that network structure that says you have to do it this way. Yeah. It has to be done like this. It has to be done like that. Um, so that makes it a little a little more relaxing, but at the same time, 
when you have a parent company as CBS, Sony, Fox, NBC, whoever, um, over your head, it kind of makes things a little easier, especially for the accounting department, because you know that the financing is there. Um, you got the money. You got the money. Um, a big thing with accounting, especially on indie feature or indie projects, is getting accounts set up with mm. vendors. So especially, you know, here in Buffalo, you know, this production company has never worked. To, and it's a fairly new production company, one, but it doesn't have any, it doesn't have a reputation. Yeah. People might not anywhere. trust it. So it's hard as, as an indie um, to get accounts set up because, you know, these vendors want to ensure that they're going to get paid. You know, if you work for a studio, a lot of times, you know, the studios will, you know, if someone sees Fox or Sony, you know, they, you still have to go through the, the motions of getting the account set up, but it's, they a trust little, it. it's, a, it's, it's a little more trusting. And some of these big networks will provide kind of a letter guarantee saying, you know, the responsibility is on this production at this time to, you know, to pay all the bills. But if they, for some reason, don't get stuff paid in time or if they don't pay, then we as mm -hmm. the parent company will step in and pay take care of it. So that makes it a lot easier, but it's not... Even some of the big corporations, the big studios, yeah. don't provide a letter of guarantee. They're like, yeah, it's on you to get it all done. You know, Ultimately, mm -hmm. it comes, it filters back to us, but it's on you to get it done. So it can go both ways. Yeah. What has been your favorite project to work on so far? I liked being Mary Jane. I really loved it because it's a project that I loved. Um, the project in Savannah was the second season of Underground. Mm-hmm which I, yet again, I got to work on a wow. show that I loved. Yeah. Well, Daniel, again, I just want to say thank you so much, you know, for joining me and letting me talk to you and get to know you a little bit more and hear your story. I still cannot get over how lucky you have been in getting in this industry. It's crazy. So thank you for offering some advice. I know the people listening really appreciate it. And to everyone who is listening, Please like, subscribe, give us a review. Let us know what you thought. If you enjoyed this episode, if you learned something, send me a message on Instagram or on Facebook at Jocelyn Porter. Let me know what you guys thought. Make sure you're sharing this with your friends, with your family, with anybody who you know might be interested in this. And also make sure you guys stay tuned for next week's episode. We have Mike Thompson. Guys, we only have two more episodes left of season one. So make sure you be on the lookout for that episode. Stay tuned, guys. Nah.